Welcome to The Gathering Pod, the audio version of my weekly gathering room broadcast. I'm Martha Beck. Today we have a very special event on The Gathering Room. Those of you who were here from the very beginning, when I was broadcasting out of a ranch in California that had very iffy internet and, um, and also a lot of like turkeys going by and whatnot, um, wild turkeys, the person who founded this establishment in the air with me is my partner in life and work, Rowan crime. Mangan. What, what? Crime. In, partner in life, work, and crime. The Rowan Mangan, also known as the Gracious Badger. Now, the Gracious Badger, and you'll see why she's Gracious Badger in just a moment if you don't know of her, uh, did go away at a certain point. Not away from me, but away from the camera because she produced a micro-badger who at this moment is has learned to walk this week and is now wandering around our house going, ah, with great excitement. So that leaves Ro to let the kid go out and get a job and come and be on the gathering room with me. And it's especially exciting because today on Maria Shriver's Sunday paper, which is a newsletter that you should really subscribe to, Maria fills it with tons of great content. It's awesome. I write for it. Ro writes for it. And Ro's article today is called How to Have a Wild Inventure. And this is something that Ro thought of by herself. And I, in my life coachy way, I was like, damn, I wish I'd thought of that. So the least I can do is pass it on to y'all secondhand. And I have the originator here herself. Come on in, gracious badger, Rowan Mangan. Hi, friends. Hi, how are you doing? I'm so good. Oh, hi, all the people. Aren't they wonderful? Oh, they're lovely. How come we can't? It just says that on Facebook. They're there. I know, you, I know you're there. Rowan's always behind the scenes going, it, the interweb is a series of tubes. The people <laughs> are there. And, like, and some of them talk to me. Even when I I'm know. not on the screen, they it's say so hi, right? Because they, they know. Say hi. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about wild adventures because it's a wonderful idea. It's got it inspired me. I think it'll inspire you. And yeah. it started out. You know, the idea came to this one because she's been a very adventurous person her whole life. Like yeah, had serious adventures. Not famous for standing still. Do you want to? She 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 doesn't like to brag on her own adventures, but she's had some cool adventures. <laughs> yeah, like getting up in the morning in Dublin in some youth hostel, going out, putting her guitar case on the ground, and busking, singing away until she had enough. Irish money to go buy some food Irish at the local money. pub. Shickles. To buy Irish food. Mm, yeah. Galway. You were Galway. an Irish barmaid, yes? Yeah, I was buxom and all. An Australian Irish barmaid. Imagine that. Imagine that. And then, like, went skiing in Kyrgyzstan just to see what it was like. Not good. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's oh, I'm spoiler. sorry. I'm sorry. For, and all our Kyrgyzstan people, we love you so much. If you're skiing in Kyrgyzstan right now, I admire you deeply because apparently they don't have lifts at all. <laughs> they do. You just... Anyway. It's another... Yeah, it's, to, not, it's not important. You have to grab a cow by the ear and it walks up. No. That's true. Anyway. If you're lucky, you get to get, get go, it by the ear. <laughs> going, you know... All night on the third class train in India, which is basically where you have to fight the rats like a boxer through the whole thing. Yeah, adventures. Yeah, had some adventures. Ah, and then I met you. Yeah, well, that slowed me down. Yeah, just a bit. Then the micro badger. <laughs> micro badger slowed me down a lot. And then, then there was 
like you some kind of heard. pandemic type thing. A little virus thing happened. Yeah, and I was like severely trapped in the house by so many things. And so one day, Marty, I was sitting on the floor. That's where our... we. That's where I let her sit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if I'm good, <laughs> it's she... better than the backyard. <laughs> sitting on the floor. With the baby, she was very small. She was just, you know, still doing this. Not much else. Not that, like me that. or the baby. <laughs> Both I, of you together. I, I don't do much else. <laughs> go on. Anyway, so, and it was all, I can't go out, I can't go out. And I finally realized, where can you go when you can't go out? In. 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 So. And that was the beginning of the Wild Inventures. And, and one of the things I love about this is that in that inimitable life coachy way that you cannot help catching from me. <laughs> it's true. The whole process breaks down into these three parts that are very elegantly based on the word inventure. Tell yeah. them how it it's works. It's all built in like little Russian dolls, you know. You've got, this is how you have inventures. And that, let me just... Let me back up. Yes, please. So the idea of Wild Inventures is to kind of reframe how we think about dreaming of the kind of life we want to have. And so, um, you know, what I found, even with all my, you know, wanderings of the world, once I actually started thinking about this stuck inside pandemic baby, um, I realized that even those I was still borrowing from a kind of cultural template. I thought I was Woody Guthrie or something. You know, like it was I was and songs and you know, there's there's still a kind of romance and a kind of um cultural template that I was taking from out and putting onto my life. Yeah, because let's face it, saying you went skiing in Kyrgyzstan or a third third class train in India, it sounds really countercultural. But it's also kind of cool and you can brag about it later. No one goes to Kyrgyzstan for any reason except so that they can later say, I've been to Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> That's literally the only reason. Even the Kyrgyz people. They're just like, hey, get out? I'm from there. <laughs> so. <laughs> but, but it's like when I was in high school, all the nonconformists, they all dressed alike. Like they dressed different yeah. from the other kids, but they all made sure they had the same eye makeup and everything and the same machine parts for jewelry. So in a way, they were just conforming with another another subculture. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's mm. kind of an exciting thing to go, okay, so if, if I didn't have any of those overlays that I was importing, if you mm. like, what what would be actually mine what would what would I dream of doing yeah. without all of that and so I I started within because can't go out um and then from what you want no 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 I was going to ask you about it but I want you to set out the three parts okay. first because they're cool yeah all right so the three parts in invent venture adventure in invent venture so you go in and the idea is that you're trying to get deep enough into yourself that you're not still working on programming that's coming from the culture. And this is something that we talk about in our podcast, Bewildered, quite a lot too. So it's it's a similar idea that um, what's what's beneath that? What was there before you started figuring out what, what you should yeah. want, what, what you people- should what, what's going to be cool or what's going to be acceptable or what's going to be nice, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, how so do you for, do that going in? 
little thing called uh, meditation. Never heard of it. <laughs> no, it's it's a. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can look at that process, and I think a lot of people will have their own ways to go in. Um, it's it's about trying to get past language and all that sort of thing. So for me, one of the um, techniques that I wrote about in the Sunday paper article is about starting with the like the statement I am row and then what are all that some of the things I am and this is a sort of like meditating your way deeper into um so what, what are, are you? you at deeper levels so I'm row I'm a writer I'm Lila's mother I'm Marty's wife I'm you know like do 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 and I'm coming down to I'm I'm you know I think I'm a kind person I'm trying my hardest and then at a certain point, what, what I've found, your mileage may vary, but what I found is that there's, there's more and more silence as you kind of start to strip off these layers of identity. And eventually you'll come down to a point where all the things that you are are kind of, they're there, they're waiting, you can come back to them, but there's just an I am that is deeper than any of that. And so I am. I am. And that's when you're in. In the invention. Oh, well, let me just, I want to just give this a moment because I can feel the people going there. And, you know, Rose always saying, please, for God's sake, Marty, don't tell them to write down a list. But <laughs> a list of things I'm going to do the today. Way I, I, I would write my way through this. Yeah. I am this, I am this, I sure. have this quality, I have this relationship, I have this interest, and then I have myself, I have this moment. There's actually nothing going on, but I am. I am, yeah. So that right there is a practice that can stoke you for life. But then you go on. Yeah, well, I, so I, my idea is that once you are in that silence and in that deep I am place, that's when you can start to invent. And so the idea with invent is what are some new dreams you can dream? What comes up when you're free of yeah. culture and free of all those layers of identity when you're just still in yourself what is there um what wants to what what little dreams what little kind of um yeah. morsels of of dreaming are going to make their way into your consciousness now that you've made all that space i want to go skiing in turkmenistan <laughs> no <it's> whoa <laughs> hang on i think you're onto something there um Actually, I just went off on a thing because I once was <laughs> helped the delegation from Turkmenistan enter the theater for the Winter Olympics, Special Olympics. It was awesome. Fun adventure. Back to the topic. Here's the thing. It's, if you are very creative like Ro, then sometimes things will just come up. For me, I have to notice what I notice. Oh, so yeah, I get into, the, get into that meditative space where I'm not putting anything on it mentally. And then I start to notice like, okay, this crystal lying on my desk somebody brought me this when it was still in a rock and I chipped it out and it took a long time but I was fascinated by the process of it as I go into as I go in now hmm. I, I just look around at the room where we are and I, I notice what I want notice and I was and this immediately said that's what I'm interested in cool and then I thought well why and I realized it's because this was all a big black rock and I chipped it away and it's like you're teaching us the process of chiseling away what isn't clear. 
Martha Beck, ladies and gents. And then I'm <laughs> you like, make me sound so small. Oh, so where does that take me? What wants to happen next? What mm. do I want to do with that idea? Or it could be any. It could be a. For me, it would be a writing idea, a painting idea. Um, for you, it might be a travel idea, a language learning, whatever. Right? Yeah, that usually feels like play. If it's mm. if it's an adventure, because the the thing with adventure is like adventure. It's meant to not. It's not like. Now it's time to make dinner. Let's make sure that there's peas. <laughs> <laughs> like we all think we say that every, every day. day. <laughs> Let's make sure Again. that there's peas. <laughs> <laughs> We've literally never had peas. <laughs> Inventures in peas. Inventures in peas. Okay. Okay. Then. No idea what I was talking about. Venture. Venture. Yeah, so you've so, invented something. So, so come up with what comes up in the silence and play with it. Play. And then venture is, is about, it's like Lila walking around, our daughter walking around. And we've just noticed that if we're, if we, st- someone just ate some peas. <gasps> For us. By hand at home. Thank you. Thank you. Manifestation. See? Boom. See? Magic. It's Whole different topic. Me. It's not just it's me. It's not just you. It's not just it's you. Just what does Lila do? She, she goes out wandering and then she comes back. Like we'll be sitting in one part of the room and we're just watching her kind of push her way out into the world. Over and to then, Lambertville and yeah, halfway yeah. to New York. Yeah, she, she gets... Anyway, look. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's about going, like going out and testing it a little bit, testing the edges. What happens if I try bringing this into my day-to-day life? Right. Um, and just the, the spirit of, of venturing, pushing yeah. edges, but also just, you know. And you will it's be. It's not a big deal. It's for fun. But you will be wobbly like a toddler. Yeah. And the thing is, she falls down constantly. And because we go, that's great. She doesn't know that that's a problem. So she just, she just crows and cheers and gets up again. She has not yet learned that to walk, you don't have to have your arms <laughs> in the victory position. She just walks around like, ah! She's she's honestly just like <gasps> she can't believe it. She's never we're the only people she knows. She has Nothing. no idea that you can go from not like the dogs are on four, we're on two. She's never seen anything go from one to the other. It's crazy. Yeah. She's she's venturing like mad. Yeah. A bit she's venturing into every poisonous or treacherous thing there is in the house because that's what we do, people. We go out and we risk our things. A ship in the harbor is safe, but that's not why ships are built, right? She sailed on tall ships. She sailed on ships like the 19th century ships where she had to climb up the mast and let the sails down and things. Like adventures. Now it's all forced inward. And wow, she's having these fabulous ideas. I actually feel an adventure coming on right now. Hello, the lovely peoples. This is Marty, Martha, inviting you to a free masterclass that I have made called Five Paths to Your Purpose. Probably the most common question I get from people is, how do I find my purpose? Why don't I feel that I'm on purpose? Well, it turns out there are certain things you have to do to find your purpose, and I broke them down into five, and I made a little masterclass about it. So if you'd like to see it, just go to marthabeck.com slash purpose and you will be able to watch it without any charge at all oh my god because Corey old on instagram has just asked us 
if we're both looking to adopt a full-grown human man. And you know what? A few minutes ago, I wasn't. It wasn't in my mind, but all of a sudden, is when it I John go Stewart? In, <laughs> I don't know what is. But I'm getting a weird feeling like someone wants me to do this. All right. Well, I thought we were going to talk about how you're doing this new healthy eating thing, but oh, I think adopting a full adopting man. What do we adopt one against his will? I think that's. I think that's called kidnapping and imprisonment. <laughs> yeah. I think Damn that's, it. Yeah. Some of the best adventures have to happen in our imaginations. Um, no, but seriously, you just decided you have, um, a, what would they call it, a, a metabolic? Um... Oh, yeah. So I've got a medical condition that I'm, I've been trying to manage with a really strict diet for nearly a decade. And it's kind of a drag. Anyway, lately. That's why we've never had peas. It's one just, pea has more carbohydrates than she's allowed to have in a year. <laughs> so I decided inventures in peas. And there we go. I was like, oh, it was this is this is true. This isn't a joke. Like all of a sudden I just I started getting this inkling. Do you guys have this? Like this kind of inkling of I just I wanna eat a kidney bean. Man. I really want to eat one of those. When I, I love the, them. The center of myself in meditation, I knew first God is real, second, I need a kidney bean. Legumes. Legumes. God, it's so hard not to swear. I get so passionate. <laughs> she does. So I'm on this like kind of intuitive eating thing where it's almost like every. Every decision about food is an adventure. And that's after like having what's a very cultural thing is, is you will eat this, you know, yeah, you won't very eat that. Very strict. Very and strict. And there's no flexibility in that. So now I'm just, I'm having a blast. Yeah. Kind of and going, it, what do I really want? I can have anything I want, but I have to really want it. Mm. And then you started cooking. Like it's very, very motivating when, you, when yeah. it's coming from within yes. instead of without. It's not just like, I'm going to brag to my friends about this. It's like the thing itself is so cool. And yeah, you started it's, like it's amazing the things that you've cooked. There's energy in there's adventure. Energy in yeah. yeah. So um, uh, we were thinking of like who else is doing things like this, and one of our our friend, well, family member, brilliant guy, loves games, is really really good at like holding vast schemes of logic in his imagination, and we were talking to him the other day over Zoom, and he was saying, I think I'm going to play with cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. And like bringing the kind of creativity and play into crypto stuff. Yeah. He's like, capitalism is disintegrating before our eyes and little bits of money are being thrown off the side. So I'm going to work it so I can get those bits of money and then give people free housing. This is a, that's a, that's a very wild adventure. Um, And I, when you came up with this idea, I was like, what am I going to do? And I decided I have to change the inside of my brain. And I'm not going to talk about this too much because I say it on every gathering room because it's my current project. Everyone's obsessed with it. Don't worry. Reconditioning my brain to be less frightened of the things. The things being literally everything I have ever encountered in my life or will ever encounter in my life. So I've been um, doing special meditations and reading a lot of brain science and going out to have experiences that cause some anxiety so I can bring them down. And because it's an adventure, it's very exciting to me. And I want to write about it and I want to help people with it. And 
that it's awesome. So I see you're looking at. I'm our trying comments. to do. I'm trying to do both my jobs. And she it's usually very does this question asking. So usually they come up here. I don't see them. I know that's why I'm I'm here on the. Sorry oh, guys, oh. you're seeing behind the curtain. Mm -mm -mm. Um, Lorraine says when you start to invent after getting down to I am, don't you inevitably have to invent from the culture again? What a cool question. I don't think so. Nope. I think that it's like all right. <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call on my colleague, Dr. Martha Beck, to take this one, Lauren. I would say yes and no. The first thing is that you're going to use the tools of the culture to help you create whatever you want. But what you create from it will be, a, everything's just a reassortment of what it was before. So there are 26 letters in the alphabet. Right? I think once I said 24, and I, I forgot about P because we never eat. Anyway, um, oh. P and W, totally forgot them. Um, no, but when you rearrange those letters of the alphabet into a different book, I just read the book Bewilderment by, what's his name? He wrote the overstory. He's brilliant. Um, brilliant, brilliant books. And it's just the same 26 letters. They're just rearranged in a way that I have never seen. And damn, does that man have an imagination? Holy smokes. So when you, like when Ro makes an, her recipes, like she's inventing recipes. Yesterday she brought broccoli to the table and it was all yellow because she put turmeric in it because turmeric is super good for your body. It was cauliflower. <laughs> it was very, very bilious for cauliflower. It was green, Ro. What else was in there besides turmeric? <laughs> Irish liqueur. Um, so you're going to use the same ingredients. You're going to use the same alphabet, but what you make will have a spin to it that's different. I remember sitting in a bookstore before I wrote my first book, Expecting Adam, and looking around at 50,000 books and going, no one needs another one. This is not an original idea. I'm going to write a book. And yet people still write to me and say, thanks for writing it. I never found quite that same idea in any other book. So yeah. Same ingredients, That's different it. inside. Well said. Thank you. What's yeah. another question? Well, this isn't, well, this is a question. Danielle um, is referring to another adventure that you and I embarked upon in the last 12 months, learning to do Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we talked about this on our podcast, Bewildered, and Danielle would like to know, how is the yoga going and Marty's tail? Yeah, you have to listen to the, I've been outed. I've been so outed here. I don't care if you know I'm gay, if you know I'm weird, if you know I'm, I don't know, all the things I am. But I was ashamed at one point to acknowledge that I have a tiny little tail. <laughs> but it's not like a detached tail. It's not like wiggle waggle tail. It's just a very pronounced tailbone that sticks out and makes it very hard to do Pilates because it's like trying to balance my pelvis on a golf ball and then do exercises on top of that. It is not comfortable and it is not, frankly, possible. It's really funny to watch, though. But I... It's her wild adventure to just put me on that golf ball and spin me. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's been going quite well because I got a squishy thing, a squishy rug, and mm. put it under my tailbone, and I've been, I've been practicing. This is Marty in Pilates, in case any of you are wondering, what's Martha Beck like in Pilates? <laughs> I've already done a hundred, Ray. Can I, should I do some more or should I just stop now? What would you like me to do? <laughs> Ray, is there any way to make this harder? This is, mm, I mean, is there, I, I just, just wondering, can I make it any harder at all? Actually, 
I just roll around like <laughs> some kind of child's toy. No. Okay, let's right. move on to another okay. thing. Okay. But actually, we thought we are so bored and we are so we want exercise. So what can we do? We get our friend Ray. He comes in. We do Pilates. That's an adventure. Yeah, of course it is. Especially when you have a freaking tail. It's not easy. If I had enough of a tail to make it easier, that would be something. I've seen monkeys do things that would make Ray very proud. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten is saying that she's reading Diana herself right now. Oh, my God. And that this lines up really beautifully with it. I haven't thought about that, but it does. It does. Diana herself is a novel I wrote because I was, like, wandering in the woods of California. I, I thought I would never publish another book again. I was really tired of the self-help thing and the publishing industry in general. And I was, like, just wandering around in the woods. And then I found the tracks of a wild boar and began to track it and developed kind of a relationship with it. And then it sort of turned into a book, a novel about a woman who, you'll never guess, is wandering around in the woods of California and comes across a wild boar. So, yeah, and she goes through the same experience because this basically is what the gathering room is about, right? It's about ways of waking up and having a wild adventure. Aside from like passing the time and uh, sharpening your skills as a human and giving you fun things to talk about with each other, this is one way to wake up, not just to go in and be and realize the I am, which is a cosmic force, you know, the consciousness of the universe, but to say in this little monkey myself, mm. what does consciousness with a capital C wish to invent and then venture? And really watching Lila walk, mm. I just thought, you know what? It's the consciousness of God learning to be in a monkey so that when she grows up, she can learn to be the consciousness of God again. Like it's, totally. it's the divine play of the universe, which is called Leela in um, Hindi. And that's why we named her Lila. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Do we have any last questions to attack um, in our wild adventure today? Donna is wondering how you deal with the fear that you have nothing to invent. There's nothing in you to invent. Well... Do you want to take that? I think that I am afraid there's nothing in me to invent is one of the layers that you peel back as you go deep, deep down in. And that uh, if you if you can let it just sit over here on the shelf for a while, while you go in, you're making all this sort of inner space where all kinds of things can come up. And invent sounds like a very forced cerebral thing. And it's not that, you know, it's it's what what's going to arise. Weird well, you know, a vent, a vent, like an air vent, is something that allows things through. And when you invent, it's like you're creating a vent inside yourself for something to blow. We, they say we are the hole in the flute that God is playing. Mm -hmm. You open the vent and the god force is what always creates but you're I'm, a genius you're a genius we're just sitting in our house together so she can think she can tell me these things lila means purple in swedish what like lilacs oh yeah right. it's amazing but i did want to say to you you know i am afraid is one of the levels that you can peel back yeah. there's a whole chunk of adjectives in there you know i am sick you know if you're not physically well mm. I am, um, I'm under, I'm an underachiever. I'm like all these negative self-concepts are just not mm. another layer 
of what is not purely natural to you. None of us is culture. I, I was reading Oprah's book, What Happened to You. I read the first chapter um, today, and she talks about how her grandmother used to beat her with a switch, as was common with black children in, in the time and place she grew up. And it just broke my heart because I know her grandmother was probably doing the absolute best she knew. But I thought, here we had this kid in the middle of a pandemic. Not only has she never been spanked, she's, nobody's ever raised a, their voice. To, nobody's ever been grouchy to her right and she has no fear she walked straight into this massive like toy apparatus today tripped stumbled tried to grab it it all smashed to the ground bells whistles and we waited for the scream no scream oh well she doesn't really have any fear and i'm wondering you know where if if you get to i'm afraid i can't do this i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm afraid that's there because of scarring and one of the things that I always challenge myself to do with my fear is ask it to stand aside for a few minutes. Like, fearful self, will you go stand over there for a minute? And if I can, and you can come right back. Hmm. But if I can get my fearful or my angry or whatever, the, the, if there's a disturbed self, if I can get it to stand over there, then I am not it. Hmm. We're down below. Hmm. Hmm. And the I am that is final has, it actually is so peaceful emotion means movement there's no movement in it as rose no. said it's very still but it's full of a peace and a, a joy and a creativeness that goes beyond the the feelings we usually call happiness and peace and everything i mean it's yeah. it's a it's a whole nother level yeah and that's where creation occurs and that's where you got your idea for wild adventures that's where it came from and i will just say one, two, three, in, invent, venture. It's the waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three. Just like, it's a, it's a thing for playing. Yeah. I hope it, that people can enjoy playing with it. And if you want to hear any more about it, you can follow me on Instagram, Rowan underscore Mangan. And um, please also sign up for my Wild Adventures newsletter. Yeah, and watch Bewildered, or listen to Bewildered, the podcast, if you feel like it. Hear more about my tale. <laughs> and there's a tale about my tale. And uh, sign up for the Sunday paper, too. There are like 19 things you can do right here. Yeah. That'll keep you going. We're going to go eat some peas. We're we going to have you. Thanks for coming, you guys. Bye. For almost 30 years, I've been teaching people to do something that I call reading your internal compasses. I believe we are all born with direction-finding mechanisms that are inherent in us and will help us find our best destiny. Uh, a few years ago, though, I realized that a lot of people were getting very, very anxious. And this is true. Anxiety is going nuts all over the planet. So I spent five years researching and writing a book about how to read your compasses and lower the anxiety that's getting between you and your right life. And I'm very excited about the book. It's coming out in 2025. But I would love to teach you about it before the book comes out. So this summer, I'm doing a course called The Wayfinder's Compass, Moving Beyond Anxiety. And you can check it out by going to marthabeck.com slash compass. And we will have a fabulous time putting you on course for your North Star. 
It's a bewildering moment to be alive. That's why Martha Beck, me, and Rowan Mangan, me, created Bewildered, the wildly successful podcast for people trying to figure it out. Most of us are trying to fit society's expectations about how we should live, which is stressful and confusing. On Bewildered, we look at topics like perfectionism, what it means to have enough, anxiety, and creativity to see where the culture may be pushing us all away from the lives that truly fulfill us. If you're bewildered, if you want to think and you love to laugh, come join us. 